This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi. Okay, so far. No concern. He's not available. We knew that before. Um, so that's that's great. Didn't train with the team once yet, and we will take a little bit. So it's not the the worst hamstring injury you can have, but it's a hamstring injury, and um, they barely heal in two weeks, and this one didn't as well. Um, we hope he can start. Um, as he's running already, but start ball work maybe early next week, and then we will see, and we'll go from there. And Ryan Brambach opted not to play for the Netherlands under-21 team this week to focus on Liverpool. Have you seen the benefit of that, and will he feature in Wolves? We will see that the second part. We will see that, but yeah, of course, there's a benefit of it. It's just a, a player comes to a new club, um, so he had training sessions here. Um, he could sort everything on a private basis. So if he would do that now this week, um, we have games every three days. Let me say like that. So he has a he knows where he will live. He has a car. He has organized everything around. So for of course, it's a it's a benefit of that. Um, I understand that the Dutch. Um, um, Mr. Reisinger was not happy, or, or Ronald Koeman was not happy, I can get that, but the boy is a footballer through and through, wants to play football all the time, and um, he used that that break to, 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 to fix a lot of things, which we usually do in a proper rush, so he didn't have to do that. That's, from our point of view, obviously good, but he loves playing for Holland, whichever team, um, and yeah, that's it. I'm sure you're relieved now that but you still do it. <laughs> That's interesting. But is there a fear that it will reignite? You, 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 are, you are not. You are kidding me. Yeah? <laughs> a week after the, we close the transfer window, you ask me about a January transfer window. It, it's, it's, it's likely that a bid may come in again in January. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you can't wait huh, until December to ask this question. So. We will see what happens until then. Oh, I, I'm not worried in this moment, not at all. I didn't even think about it until you opened that round again. So, um, yeah, no, I I am not worried. Jürgen, when you consider the players that left over the summer and now the players that have come in, and the latest being Ryan, of course, and you consider your, your midfield options, are you happy with how that option looks now? Yeah, I'm happy. I was happy with our midfield. We had over the years fantastic players, super characters, uh, real man grew into fantastic from younger players into more experienced players, grew in, 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 into each different role. The most successful players we had here at the club for at least since I'm here. Um, and it was a big task and it's a big task to replace these guys. Um, and but I'm happy with what we've got. That's true. I really think we, we brought in good players, and we have we had already good players here we had with Curtis, with Harvey, Thiago. Obviously, we had already um, Stefan. We had really good players here, and we brought a few on top of that. And um, that's necessary, but um, not easy. And um, so far, I think it looks it looks all right. But um, we, we would have loved to, to carry on, obviously, after the Aston Villa game, which was a really good game. 
could do that. I think 30 odd hours ago, Maka played in Bolivia, landed yesterday morning at 4 o'clock, so um, Lucho at 9 a.m. Yeah, 9 a.m. yesterday. So um, let's see where we can pick up from there. So um, I didn't see them yet. And um, I will see them today, and then we make decisions about the game tomorrow. Um, but with the quality of the players, I'm really, really happy. The potential have is really good, and um, I love working with them because they are open. It's nice for a coach, obviously, as well, for managers as well that you that you that you know they didn't hear it already 500 times before. So uh, some messages are new, um, and. Yeah, so it's really exciting. In terms of uh, Wolves, um, you've had some tight games against them, particularly on their home ground in recent years. Is it a particularly difficult place to go to to get a result? Would you say? Like, yeah, it is. It is like Premier League. It's Premier League. I don't. I can. If you ask me now, is there any away ground where you like to go and think, "Oh my God, we have the point already"? Um, there is none. But Wolves for sure not as well. And I have to say, I know they had now. Manhattan's insure. Um, the manager didn't want to lose Matthias Junius late in the window. They lost, they, they, they lost a few key players, and then you look at the at the lineup and you think, wow, that's really quality. Yeah, players um, like Wang and and, and Kalicic don't even start, so um, they have still Neto and, and and other guys. So it's a really really good football team, um, and that's the, the team we prepare for. So we're unlucky, obviously, now early in the season already with you know, with decisions, which is happens to all of us. But not all these decisions lead directly to 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 a, to a bad result. In their case, I think it was like that. Um, so, yeah, we expect a, a massive fight, and that's what we have to be ready for. You can. Yeah. I I really think I really think it's important to. I I, I didn't read the interview. I only heard in the, firstly. Then I read it. So, because Tony spoke about it, and I thought, okay, maybe before I have it all tinted by Tony, so I maybe I should make my own opinion. Um, and. Hendo, Hendo said the truth in all, in all departments. It's, that's how it was. So we had our talks. I told Hendo I want him to stay, but we had to talk in these conversations as well about the possibility of not playing regularly. I told him we bring players in and stuff like this. You don't have this talk when, when you about the positive stuff. Oh, Hendo, you will play. I cannot have a talk before a season and tell a player you will have 50 games this season, 100%, because that's, I don't know that. It all depends on performance. And if Hendo would have performed, he would have had maybe 50 games, absolutely fine, absolutely possible. But in a sp the specific situation with the, with the, the relationship we had, um, I saw it important, I thought it's important that we speak really about everything. And that means what happens if, because Hendo is he's a fantastic player, I love him forever, super guy, um, but he's not great when he's not playing, let me say it like that. So Millie was like this when, when I arrived here, and Lukas Leva was like this. And you always thought, okay, they're great guys. In the moment they see the lineup, they are involved. They turn into Jekyll and Hyde. is a friendly game against that. It's unbelievable. So 
Um, and that's a bit handles problems. So you have to talk about that. He's my captain, was my captain for seven and a half, nearly eight years. And I said, I will, I, I have to talk about that now because I don't want to wake up one morning and we two knock horns with each other just because you thought you would start and I tell you, you will not. Um, and that what obviously in Handel's ear and mind came on, okay, he doesn't want me here. And I understand it 100%, but we clarified that. But anyway, what he said is if I would have told him, Handel, stay here, you will be the main man in midfield, stuff like this, Handel would have stayed. That's the truth. That's 100% the truth. But I couldn't say that. As much as I wanted him to stay, I couldn't say that. And that's why it was better that Handel moved on. So that's it. And um, there's nothing, not not a bit, not a, of bad blood or whatever. He is the captain of the of the most successful team this club saw in the Premier League era. So, and for me, and, and rightly so. And he was a sensation. He's a sensational player, and I wish him only the best. And when he comes here, from my point of view, he gets a real farewell. Everything. So there's nothing to misunderstand from that point of view. One hundred percent. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Jürgen, can I just ask, yeah. what are the qualities that in Ryan Gravenberg that, that made you want to bring him to Liverpool? Because he, he's a player you've been linked with for, for a fairly lengthy period of time. I wouldn't want to choose one. To be honest, it's just, it's a, the package is really interesting. He's a, he's a, he's good in small spaces. And that's now really especially good in big space as well. So he can accelerate with the ball. He can really thrive the ball. He um, has a really good overview, has a good pass, a good shooter. The full week training now. Everybody said before, and he knows that, so he's a really skilled boy. He always was. 18, with 18, he played. When he moved to Bayern, he had already more than 100 games at Ajax. So that's not a, a usual career until then. But everybody would have said, nah. Defensively, there he can make the next step 100%. But I see that he, he wants that. He got that 100%. So when he's really in that, um, it's working extremely hard. It's, it's obviously really nice for him having okay. Cody only arrived yesterday, I think, but having um, Birch and Cody around. Um, but it's the same age group like most of the boys now, and um, it's really cool having him. So he's a good, good guy, um, and a player with massive potential. And I don't know where it will end up. Um, he has to fit in what we are doing, but he, he will. How long it will take, I don't know. We will see. But um, to, to reach, get cl closer to his, um, to the peak. Um, but we will work on that. He's here for a long time, and I, I'm really happy that he's here and that we can start that. This fixture last season, Wolves at Molyneux, it maybe represented a real low point in last season, and, and you spoke after the we game. We had a lot of low points. Yeah, but you spoke after the game about the players lacking confidence, and I that Liverpool in, I think it was February, is so different to this Liverpool sort of seven months later. How have you been able to, to bring about that change? I didn't remember that I said I thought I said that after Brighton, but maybe I said it after Brighton as well. And... After other games, <laughs> um, so um, I'm not sure we proved already that we made a change or whatever. I, I think we showed a few really nice signs 
I liked it as well. I like, I really liked the Aston Villa game. I know how difficult this game usually is, and that day we were really good, and that's cool. Early in the season, pretty much three days or two days after the transfer window closed, when everybody's like, "Ah, but we should have, we should have," and then this team plays that kind. Of, it was really good one. Um, but are we stable already? I don't know. Let's see. We will be miss players. Huh? For, for the game tomorrow. So key players for us, obviously, do we have to prove that we can replace them, that we still can play football, that we can still... So we build a team, not... We, 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 it's not that we have built a team or did it now during the pre-season or whenever we started with a slightly different system. We are in that process. And it, yes, we had key moments going our direction. Will all key moments go in our direction? Unfortunately, probably not. Um, but winning with 10 men helps to create a spirit and, and, and the mentality. Um, but only if you use it. Because you can even these opportunities you can let's slip through your fingers and then do you how was it again? I forgot it what we had to do. So it's still early days and we have to build a team and I'm really happy with the basis we can work from. Said before the Aston Miller game I when I stand in the dressing room and look at the team, I really, really love this team and it's early days. And I really think it's easy for people to love this team as well. So that's all what we need. Because we cannot, and Liverpool never could, we cannot start loving a team when we want something. We have to do it before because then we own, that's the only chance we can win something. So um, let's go for it and then we will see. But what we did is we changed a few things. We brought in new players. And maybe the, for me a big difference is so, and I said it to the players, obviously, that um, this is not my, it's not year eight because I think in October it's, it's, I'm here eight years. This is year one of the new team, and that's exactly how we approach everything. Changed a lot of things, brought in a few guys to give a interesting insight in their lives. So it's just and and we want to become a new team and not the replica of the other team, and uh, that's what we are working on. So I'm fully in. This is year one of whatever, and not year eight of the good old. Past. Welcome. Carl. You just you touched on. Yeah, it's nice not to be able to. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's like in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, you touched on Trent's fitness. Just generally, what's the state of play with the rest of the squad? Sorry? The rest of the squad? Yeah. Um, Thiago is running, but that's it. Um, Ibu trained since two days. Two days? Two days with the team. Um, who else? I didn't see him yet. So what? But we had obviously contact, and they said, "Yeah, it's fine, it's fine." So, um, but we will see that now um, to make there a couple of decisions. Um, David, but she should be fine. Sorry. What did he have? I didn't see any. Oh, okay. No, that was he trains the full week with us, so that was was then obviously enough time to rest. Um, Stefan had a good camp with the U twenty ones. Played only few minutes, but helped him anyway. Um, no, I think that's it. I think oh, we didn't forget anybody. That would be really bad. Goalie. No, all good. 
And just on Trent, considering the role he's performed for this side in the last six months, how much has him not being there changed Dynamic, not so much. We have to be there flexible, even with Trent. I think if you look the, watch the game against Villa really um, in detail, you will see that he was not, was not fixed in any midfield role, inside role. We have to, we have to be flexible there, and that's exactly how we will, how we will do it. Um, yeah, but if you if you know another passer like Trent, um, tell me. Who can play this? This who can play this position. It would be really cool, but it's it. It must be fine. It will be fine. We have to adapt to the different skill set of the player. So, but the most the most important thing in this game again is defensive stability. That's all about. Then we can play. If you are not stable, you don't have to think about that. And that's why the last game again against Aston Villa. I think a lot of people were. Maybe not convinced about our last line, and then you saw Joe Gomez and, and, and Joel Mati performing on that level, which is um, they have that quality, and that's really cool. Um, so that was the key for the game. Plus, Alexis in front of them did really well. Um, so that we need defensive stability, and then we can play football from there. James, last one for the is there something about playing at that time that is problematic, or is it more about just having the right preparation time if you play midweek? And obviously, this time around, it's a different kind of dynamic with players coming back from international duty. Are you serious with the question? Or? Yeah. What do you mean? What is the difference when you play 30 hours ago in Bolivia? What do you think is the reason? Or you think it's the, 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 the. I didn't understand. Is that something about the time, or is it the lack of. Time between. That's not a problem if you're a normal week. We always said that. If you're a normal week, it's not a problem. Twelve thirty. That's easy to adapt. The only problem is the lack of recovery time. So we have now we have four international breaks until March. Two of them we have already the twelve thirty kickoff. If I say a word about it, then the whole world goes again. He starts moaning again. This is a joke. We have players in South America. I didn't see them yet. In 24 hours, we play. So, and this is. A, but it's like it is. We cannot change that. We will never change that. Whatever you, whoever we will talk to. Now they obviously the, the TV channel has now a different name, but um, that doesn't change obviously anything at all. Um, so they just don't give a bab. Uh, about that, so why should I didn't talk about it? We didn't think about it. I'm in a moment. Somebody like you now gives me this feeling that is sitting there. And what's exactly the problem? Is it 12:30 because it's lunchtime, or could it be the, the the lack of time between the games and the intensity of the travel and the make your own opinion about it? Maybe this time without a source. Welcome. <laughs> You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.